0: Welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. Join me, Carl Robinson, in conversation with the world's leading voice technology experts. Discover the latest products, tools, and techniques, and learn to build the voice apps of the future.
1: We see that the biometric technology that's available right now can actually eliminate the friction and create this Mm. very natural user experience. Mm. And natural user experience for authentication is no user experience.
0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Voice Tech Podcast. My name's Carl Robinson, and in today's episode, recorded on the 15th and 16th of January 2020, you'll hear four of my favorite conversations from the recent Project Voice Mega Conference in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So in episode 54, you heard the agencies. Well, this time, you'll hear from some brands and technology providers. First up is Alexei Ketrov from idr and who comes back on the show to give us an update on their latest features, including their prize-winning results on lifeness checks. Next up is Ron and Noah from Trinity Audio, who present their innovative features of their audio content solution. I also speak with Laura France from the consulting firm ICF, who tells us her story of building a voice app for a utilities company. And lastly, I speak with Zach Girard, the project manager at Park University in Missouri, who tells us, How students are not only using Alexa to access university services, but are also learning to build Alexa apps in his voice development club. So it's very exciting. I learned a lot from talking with all four. You will too. If you couldn't make it to the conference this year, then this is definitely the next best thing. So stay tuned. i also make a a big announcement today. I want you to check out our new shop, voicetechpodcast.com slash shop. I'm very excited about this. Uh, I don't think there's anything else like it in the voice space at the moment. I'm currently adding more and more products, but on the shop at the moment, you can find Conference tickets with huge discounts, and I'll be adding more each week. Courses to learn conversation design and development. And if you have one that isn't listed, then please contact me and I'll add it. Advertising services in order to be able to promote your brand through our channels. And there's some discounted bundles there and special offers as well. And VoiceTech Pro bundles, so you can get your own premium feed, no ads, bonus content, and possibly a free t-shirt as well if you're lucky. So it's a new feature. There's many more products on the way. I'm going to be adding uh, various things like T-shirts and merch, books, and much, much more. It's all at voicetechpodcast.com shop. Definitely go and check it out and uh, have a look. This episode is brought to you by Manning Publishing, an independent publisher of a huge range of software development books. At manning.com, you'll find books on all the technologies you need to learn in order to create world-class voice applications. All the books are available at Manning.com. And right now, Voice Tech Podcast listeners get a massive 40% off all the books with the promo code PodVoicetech 19 So go check it out at Manning.com. Just a quick reminder that full episodes of the Voice Tech Podcast are now only available for a limited time after release. You can get all the full episodes at Voicetechpodcast.com slash pro. As a Voice Tech Pro, you get your own premium RSS feed from Patreon, which gives you access to the entire back catalogue of episodes, early access to all the new episodes, as well as exclusive interviews and bonus questions, no ads and high quality sound. Plus, you'll be helping to ensure that I can keep producing more episodes like this one. So if that sounds good to you, head over to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and sign up today. I'm counting on your support. Excellent. I'm here with Alexey Ketrov, the president and co-founder at R and d Hi, Alexey. Hi, Carl. How are you? I'm very good and uh, really happy to meet you finally in the flesh. I know we did a, an amazing uh, podcast episode a while back. I got really excited about the technology, I just think it has uh, huge implications for voice interfaces, one of the most transformative, impactful technologies that I've come across. So I'm really excited to get an update basically, on what your company's been doing. Sounds like it's going from strength to strength as it is, you've got investment, I understand, and uh, the product's developed. So um, give us an update then, or um, well, first of all, why don't you introduce what IDN r and d does to the people who didn't listen to the last one, and then we can get the update. Well, IDR&D is a
1: developer of core biometric technology that allows Mm -hmm. to identify and authenticate people by the way they speak. We look at the biometrics and the authentication. We look at this process as a comprehensive process. Mm. So we believe that a good technology must be answering two questions. Mm -hmm. Is this the right person? Right, And then secondly, is this a person? Ah, I see. Because so at our age of, you know, deep fakes and... Yeah, these they call attacks. that
0: um, liveness detection, is That's that right? Exactly so exactly so the first one's authentication, or is it verification? The one, is it,
1: well, these are similar terms. Similar uh, terms, okay. And we're not going to go into details because we can spend a lot of time Yeah. Uh, uh, all, all on, <laughs> all on that. But our TLV technology can do both liveness detection and authentication. Uh-huh. And what we believe is very important for the adaptation of biometrics and for the adaptation of the security mechanisms is that the concept Concept of frictionless user experience. Yes. When we meet our friends and family, we don't start the conversation with showing our driving licenses <laughs> or sharing passwords. Not usually. Um, yeah. yeah. So your friends know it's you, but mm. very often you have a longer relationship with your banks or tele- like in telco companies than with your friends, and yet. Mm. Every time you try to get in touch with them, you go through the endless authentication process. That is true, yeah. We see that the biometric technology that's available right now can actually eliminate the friction and create this Mm. very natural user experience. Mm. And natural user experience for authentication is no user experience. So what we're building, we're building industry-leading biometric capabilities that provide comprehensive security while eliminating or minimizing user experience. Fantastic. And that's a transformative idea for this field.
0: So yeah, so there's the two main things are the zero authentication, so it's less friction, less intrusive, and then it's also more secure. Exactly.
1: And the only way to do it right now is through the enhancement of the core technology that's existing on the market. Right. Um, so the new methodology that's available through the advancement of, the, of artificial intelligence and machine learning allows us to get to the levels of accuracy of the biometrics, levels of accuracy when it comes to the deep fake detection, the liveness detection that was not available even a year ago. I see. So we've seen a huge leap forward in the quality of these technologies. Mm-hmm. We at idr d we invested a lot of time and effort in further enhancing the core performance matrix and we're happy that we were ranked number one in the world's largest performance benchmark evaluation with the voice liveness.
0: Is that right? Okay, so you're number one to detect liveness in Absolutely. The voice. Absolutely. And uh, it's just
1: the voice or it's multimodal? So, in that particular challenge, it would mm. be with just the voice. Okay. We also announced very strong results in the NIST evaluation of the core voice biometric technologies. Mm. We announced that we recently completed the certification for ISO. 3107 which is the very important benchmark for facial liveness so we now expanded liveness analysis from just the voice and face so now we can not only Mm. tell the difference between the deep fake in the audio but we can also tell the deep fake when it comes to the facial recognition so is this a
0: person is this a picture is this a video and to clarify because i I remember i I met another startup at Mm. the slush event recently they they only did the facial liveness detection Mm. and i I remember i asked i said so Mm. you know why is that important and the gentleman said, because people can hold up a picture, mm-hmm. you know, and you need to check whether it's a picture or not. Mm-hmm. Or even in some cases I see in China now, they're 3D printing these models yes. of actual life-size heads and holding them up. These are ways to trick the system. Absolutely. But I suppose if you've got the face and you've got the voice and the two things are synced, it's much harder to yep. fake. And we can use them
1: uh, together. We can use them separately. So mm-hmm. depending on the situation, depending on the use case, we have these key elements, key Lego pieces that we can use to create this 3D fr- frictionless experience for mm-hmm. all various types of use cases
0: okay well let's dive into those then what, what are some of the different use cases could you maybe just give us an example of whether it's audio only face only and then mm-hmm. uses both
1: yeah absolutely so for audio only we can talk about some of the traditional places where voice is the king is the you know, call centers mm-hmm. we're also looking at the use cases around virtual assistant and chat bots because a lot of them now allow voice input And we can utilize that for voice biometric analysis.
0: But which uh, chatbots are you referring to? Because through the major platforms, they don't give you access to the audio. So you're talking about other chatbot platforms uh, such as? So there are ways to work with some of the applications in
1: some of the products that use these major platforms. We cannot use the major platforms when we use their own hardware, but when different types of hardware are utilized, that's totally
0: possible. Oh, I see. So you intercept the audio before passing yeah, it so, on to so Alexa, if, for instance. Yeah,
1: so if Alexa is integrated with a, a car, with different types of smart home devices, and so on and so forth, so there's a third-party device that actually collects the audio before they send it to Alexa. I see. So in parallel to sending it to Alexa, they can also send the audio to our algorithms that can mm. provide the security piece kind of in parallel.
0: I see. Have you encountered any challenges there where you would want the response from Alexa to obviously be based on the response from your services? How do the two work together if you're firing it off so, at the same uh, time?
1: The, so this is the challenging and exciting part of the integration so Mm. the number of different ways to address it we work with some of the partners that work some of them even at a chip level Mm. to collect the audio to uh, do some additional analysis of the audio i see and we work in close contact with them so sometimes if it's not the right user the audio would not even go to alexa Uh, or the chatbot platform so there are various ways to do it because now voice interface is becoming available through such a great variety of, of devices that allows us to become a part of that experience you know, by working
0: with our partners. Okay, so it sounds like your technology can be integrated at a number of different levels. It can be integrated on the chip or very close to the hardware. Yeah. It can just be an API call, and there's Absolutely. all different configurations as well. Here's another voice event you're going to want to put on your calendar, the Voice Connected Business Europe. It's all taking place on the 14th and 15th of May 2020, uh, this time in Frankfurt, so it's very easy to get to, uh, a central travel hub. Uh, for more details, you can go to voicetechpodcast.com slash business. Uh, I went last year, presented there. Uh, it has a wonderful European feel to it. Um, in fact, Voicetech Pros will have heard my presentation at their Portland event in February this year. Uh, so if you want to hear that, you can go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro to sign up. Uh, but the voice connected business europe edition uh, is unique uh, in that it has a a good 80 20 end user to vendor ratio and they do this deliberately so you can really uh, get the uh, the experience from the brands who are implementing the voice technology Uh, they're going to have over 25 speakers 150 companies in attendance hundreds of attendees Um, speakers be delivering case study presentations interactive roundtable discussions q a sessions hands-on workshops and much more So if that sounds like fun, uh, check it out at voicetechpodcast.com slash voice connected business and voice techies get a 30% discount as always with the code voicetech30eu. That's voicetech30eu and you can get that in the show notes as well. What's been the greatest demand so far? I mean, who are you working with? I don't know whether you can name any names. What kinds of companies are you working with? And then what are the modalities or the configurations that are most popular?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, we really want to share a, a lot of the names of the partners that we work with. But mm. for the most part, it's not possible. But kind of speaking in general terms, mm. we work with both directly with kind of large technology players, you know, chip companies, hardware companies that integrate these capabilities on their hardware we're also working through partners that are building security applications for financial services for healthcare and so on and they integrate our capabilities into their platforms into their products so mm-hmm. a lot of the times people would be using these platforms and products without knowing that they're yes, that course. they're using yeah, I- yeah. idea and the capabilities for the voice biometrics liveness or the facial liveness you're the
0: uh, unsung heroes <laughs> 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 but um, I mean, the next question, obviously, on everyone's lips is, are we likely to see this appearing in the major platforms like Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant? Are they likely to use your services or are they likely to develop it themselves? Uh, because it sounds like it would really need integration, at, obviously, at the core level in order for it to work without additional hardware, et cetera.
1: Well, I cannot speak for these companies, of course, but what we do see is that we see a growing demand for authentication and personalization of services. Mm. And this is a very important point because what the biometric analysis allows us is not just security that's required for payments, for transfer to access for personalized data, Mm -hmm. but also allows to personalize the services. So I'll give an example. You're sitting in a car and you're saying, put some music on Mm. and your favorite radio station comes up. Then your wife drives your car and then Mm. she says, put some music on and the car understands that the car would need to put a different radio station. Sure. So there's such a variety of use cases where voice biometrics can be used for both kind of hard security when it comes to monitor transactions or personal data, mm. to a kind of soft use, soft use cases where it's used for personification of services. So mm. I think that the recent advancement in core technology, the recent advancement in liveness, would create such demand that we will be seeing these capabilities both on third-party devices, but also on, the, on all the major platforms.
0: Okay, very exciting. Is the reliability or the accuracy of the detection at this point sufficient for things like online payments now? Yes. It is, even for a payment of large items. You know, we're not at the early days of PayPal where you could buy, you know, like 20 bucks max or whatever. But
1: Yeah, so one of the mechanisms that we see on the market that helps to address this particular issue is called dynamic thresholding. Mm-hmm. Basically, any type of the biometric analysis is a probabilistic score. Right, mm. so in return of the analysis, you're getting the probabilistic score. So, mm-hmm. one of the best practices that we advocate for is that depending on the risk profile or a particular transaction, mm. you can set a different type of threshold for different types of the operations. So, I if see. you're wondering where the nearest ATM, mm. you really don't need to have a Fort Knox type of security. If you're transferring a million dollars, you certainly do. Yes. So you can play with those thresholds. You can make more secure transactions more mm. secure, mm-hmm. or you can.